This is WDW Today. It's Monday, sometime in March, and this is episode 1742 of WDW Today. I'm Logan Seculo. I'm Will Haynes. I'm Terry Weaver. I'm Matt Lott. I'm a band of Seculo. Yeah, sitting in for the Grease today. Uh, they're very similar. <laughs> basically, basically, sure. indistinguishable. Basically, a female One Grease. One is extremely chaotic, and the other is Amanda. Yeah, so uh, with that, the reason Amanda is here today, the Grease is actually out sick, so just uh, you know, give him some love. Uh, but the reason Amanda is here as well is we are talking about the fact that we just got off of the Halcyon, the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser on Chandrilla Starlines, or Chandrilla, depending on who you ask. Uh, Starlines, the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser, the Star Wars Hotel, if you will. And we are taking, the way we're going to do this is not only just give you our reviews, but take a lot of your listener questions. Because we know a lot of people have a lot of questions. I will, fair warning, we're going to keep it as spoiler-free as possible. Lame. But for your own but protection. still, there will be things that I'm sure we will have to discuss that may reveal tidbits here and there. Because we do want to understand how, it, how we do want to tell you about how it all works and how your experience. We will, will not be. tell you any of the stories. any of the big reveals. I just yeah. want to know, like I know you had that one mission where you were trying to find Luke Skywalker's severed <laughs> hand. How long did that take to get it? Did you get it pretty quickly, just or was know, it a whole a whole mission accomplished? Yeah, yeah, the kids. <laughs> <laughs> Your daughter's running. I got the hand. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't unlike that. Like that does not seem out of the realm of possibilities where this could go. So we will come out in the very front of this and say, uh, we loved it. I think it was an excellent experience. There are goods, the goods so outweigh the bads for sure that it's hard to even put your head into where the bads were. Uh, so. Again, we were not paid to do this. We were not sponsored. Let's we were not pros and cons. Pros and cons. We were not hosted. Uh, this was 100% our money. Trust me. Uh, it was uh, <laughs> something we've essentially paid off the last six months mm-hmm. to do this experience, uh, and to be able to also come back and report to you guys exactly what it was like and our feelings towards it. Again, it's a two and a half day voyage. If you don't know, you have no choice in that. You go from you check in at between one to four o'clock on your day of departure, if you will. And then you check out by 10 a.m. a day and a half later. So it's not even quite two. It's about a day and you know, right two days. It functions just like a cruise, though. You go in, you check in, they take your bags from you. Yeah. They show up in your room a little while later. Um, and the second you step on board, your story begins. And you don't even realize it's happening. Yeah. And I did want to kind of get that out from both of you at the top. You're, from our conversations before you went, you're concern and i think a lot of people's concern is that disney has rolled this out and you know kind of what it is but you don't really know what it is and so in your head you you really can't craft what this experience is going to be so the big concern that we've had with any big disney rollout is that it's going to fall flat it's not going to be as great as promised or it's going to just kind of feel thrown together and based off our conversations, even the first day yeah. after check-in, I could tell that from your standpoint, it was completely different than you ever imagined. I think that is one of the big takeaways. Is I think the marketing, as we've kind of lampooned a little, mm-hmm. some of the videos right. and things, this is incredibly difficult to market. 
uh, because without being able to spoil what you experience, it's hard to sell what it is. Because if you just saw the tech, if you just saw the lightsaber training standalone, you just, which we did, or the bridge training, it could be taken as a little silly. There it goes, Will. Uh, it could be taken as a little silly. But when it plays into this narrative that happens over the course of two days, it is a completely different and very satisfying experience. But there's no way to wrap your head around it's that. It's so hard. The best way to describe it, and probably where they fall short in the marketing, is that it is a cruise experience. If you've been on a Disney cruise, if you've been on any cruise, go with that in mind. It's not a hotel. Yeah. It's not You're not checking in and kind of wandering around on your own. You have an itinerary. You have places you can be at any time. Um, there's people to guide you, but the experience as a whole, you have a dinner time. You have, you know, a time where you're supposed to be like at a show, which for us was like our bridge training or our lightsaber training. Um, and so go with that in mind. I've had a lot of my friends say, oh, I just thought it was a hotel that you like stayed at. Yeah. And that didn't sound that cool to me. I'm like, no, you're missing the whole point. It is not a hotel. Yeah. And the way I've tried, and I've tried to explain it, people have kind of come back at me is imagine two days of a fully immersive uh, theater. Two days of fully immersive theater where you are a character within this story, as well as maybe elements of like an escape game that happened, like mm -hmm. it, it, that happened throughout. Like imagine 20 escape games that happened throughout where you have to solve puzzles and, and codes and you have to go do things and rescue things, as Will said, not the severed hand. But there are elements and your itinerary you get beforehand does not represent at all the experience no. you have. But that's one thing that I think is okay to spoil is your itinerary. Doesn't changes and away. updates as you move along the story. And you're experiencing all of this currently on a phone that they give you, right? Yes. Right. They, right. So they, there they was... Call, they call it... They called us the night before. They called it something else, though, but right? Like a data name. pad. Yeah. A data pad. They yeah. called us uh, in kind of a panic, Disney did, saying, hey, make sure every person, they including your twice, kids, twice, actually. have their own device and their own My Disney Experience account with the Disney Play app. So we were kind of like, well, our kids are six years old and nine yeah, years old. They don't have, don't I mean, have they have iPads. So we like, like tried to find iPads. We're downloading the app. And then the next morning, we got an alert saying, disregard that, uh, which we had already, we were on, on the way there. Uh, we've now moved to, you're going to be given a, a, a data pad when you arrive. Yeah. And when we arrived, you're given a bag of essentially iPhones, iPhones that only have one app mm. on it. Mm. I, the reason being, I think they were having some technical problems mm. with people's GPS locations because a lot of it's that. And I also think it's to keep you from being like, let me flip through Instagram and sit here. You're so, you are. That would completely take you out. You are it. attached to this phone, but there's a lot that happens that doesn't happen on the phone. Uh, that, but more than I thought. So much so that one of the characters we interacted with, I said something to the effect of, well, you know how to reach me. And he's like, I don't need this to happen on, on the comms. You got to come find me. I'll be in the bar for the next 20 minutes. So that's the kind of stuff that would happen. So it wasn't all like you were, the stuff on Batu is largely on your phone. Yes. I'd say that's probably the most that you are connected to your phone, but it does play into the story of why, because you're interacting with these characters who are on the ship. Uh, so, yeah. And I've heard, I've heard great things about just that experience in general compared to like using the play app in Batu. Yes. Which for the most part is a time It's kind of lame. Yeah. And so, but and some of it is that. Some of it is yeah. you're scanning, scanning boxes things. and doing the, you know, go here and do this. And but some of it does 
or a lot of it does move the story. And there are some real people you interact with. Not many, but you do. And there are some things that happen on Batu. Like there was one point, Logan. I so think that's okay to tell people this. You can I think choose that's your, a, your path kind of. You answer some questions when you communicate with different characters and it kind of builds you. your story. And so Logan took a different path than most of our family. I'll just Checks leave it out. at that. Yeah. <laughs> I also wanted to, make, I wanted to make sure we all had a little bit different of experience. Too. So yeah. while we're in Batu, he has different things that he needs to be doing. So we're doing his missions. We're doing our missions. And uh, we go to one and we're over by the, the TIE, fighter. TIE fighter. Yeah. And Logan's just on his data pad doing something. All of a sudden, a massive like explosion <laughs> happens. Noise. Like a like a boom. And act- Logan's like looking at me like. Uh, and I was like, what did you do? He's like, that. <laughs> so, I was like, oh. I will say that happens throughout the experience. And is that, are you in the park while other yeah, guests yeah. are? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's, that's so what that. blows my mind. You would just think it was a, boom. Yeah. yeah. I got blew that up. Which is what excites me the most about this, yeah. is this is the experience that Disney Imagineering and the D23 presentation when they unveiled Galaxy's Edge said Galaxy's Edge was going to be like. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, and I I'd think say that they that. realize like there's no way we can pull this off. People won't get it. It's going to take longer for people to like delve into the story. It lives up to that part of it. While also, I mean, this is again like small nuance type things that you wouldn't think of. Uh, so when you first like, Samantha, when you first enter, you are kind of given a, a there's a Q and A that happens sort of in your app. They kind of guide you on which path you're going to go. And I'd say there's probably four paths. Uh, again, this doesn't spoil anything. There could be more. I have no idea. But these are kind of the options you're given. Like, are you a Force user? Essentially, are you a Jedi? Are you a... Do you you support the Rebellion and the Resistance? Do you support the First Order? Or do you... And do you like what they're doing? Or do you... Whoever pays you off. Yeah. Like, essentially a scoundrel. And that sets you on your path. Initially. But then, it's all people you talk to and all people you interact with that leads you to the next portion of this story. And one of the most uh, fascinating parts of it, we'll take some questions, is unlike a cruise and unlike a uh, a dinner theater or something like that, from what we could tell, everything happened linear. Mm -hmm. So if it, it's not like we would go to dinner, then you would go to dinner and you'd get the same show. Mm -mm. Different experiences. Our bridge training stuff happened that only happened to us. Wow. And other things happened to other people that only happened to them. And you find that out by just talking and communicating with people, realizing, oh, wait, it's not like every time you did the bridge training, this happened. Mm-hmm. That only happened to our group because the story moves. How many people were in your in your bridge training just from perspective? 30? 30, 30-ish people. And you have like a... So approximately a third of the cruises? Is there, yeah. I mean, yeah, there's about there 300 100, people. There's... About 300 people on board. I think there's 200 rooms. Is that right? I think there's 100 rooms. 100 rooms. 100 rooms. It feels like a few hundred people. Yeah. Uh, and you move. Yeah, but like I said, the story moves. It's so differently than you'd kind of expect. And that's that's maybe the the craziest part. Like now that we've been, and I would encourage you not to do this until after you go, I've now like followed the location on Instagram just to see people's other people's you know experiences. There's definitely stuff we didn't see. Mm-hmm. Uh with characters and things that we did. But there's definitely stuff we experienced that no one, that no one else saw. No one saw. Because you'd turn a corner and there would be someone there that they didn't. I mean, maybe they didn't know you were coming. I don't know. Yeah. But <laughs> the story would play out in front of you, I mean, without any knowledge that it was happening. We, you're just free will roaming around. Yeah. And 
there's all of a sudden this character, he talks to you, he's like, hey, I'm so glad you're here. Let me tell you this. And, and so he'll tell you, be here at this time, or I just did this, and this is going on. Have you heard the good news? Ha- yes. <laughs> I mean, but genuinely, like, these little tiny snippets of conversations that there's no way that they could have with every single person. Right. But it would all play into this big picture down the road. And stuff like you would no it breaks. As you'd expect, Ever. it would break. But to the point of, let's say there's two characters over in the corner. I walked past two of them to go grab a drink because they have, like, a water refilling station. Mm-hmm. So I went to go refill my water. And the conversation I overheard is about the droid on the ship. <laughs> but they're just talking to themselves. And maybe they see when a guest comes up, flip it. Mm-hmm. But it's incredible. The acting is phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I think I read that they went through like a nine-month period of training, and you could tell Disney's got to have a lot of trust in these people because it's full improv theater. I mean, obviously they're scripted elements, Mm -hmm. but they have to be able to respond to every person. It's not like it's happening, you're watching it. And they're building relationships, too. It's not like you just interact with this person one time and they're gone. Like, by the end of it, some of them knew our names. They knew our kids' names. Mm. They, I mean, There's a hundred rooms. Hundred rooms, yeah, 100 rooms. and they it feels it does feel a little it feels bigger than that in some ways, but maybe that's just perspective. And they figured out ways to make it very personal. Like yeah. one night we're at dinner, and one of the characters walks by, and he's like, "Thanks for your help earlier. That's why I got you this table." <laughs> yeah, that's where the lines and you're get like, blurry. Wait, what? Mm-hmm. That's where the lines get blurry, and they do a great job. Is yeah, that happened. The first thing we did, when we arrived, we got sent on a mission, which we kind of had to start. Like we had to go. Mm-hmm. We see we saw people doing stuff. We're like, well, how did they do that? Oh, let's check our phone. Oh, let's, oh, we could do this. And we tried to get into an area we couldn't get into. And when we did that, it sort of kick-started everything on your app. Because we got an alert saying, we see you tried to get into the space. Here's how you can do that. And here's how we can start. And then that started the story. Nice. Uh, Which that's where it has that escape room kind of feel right. like you're talking yes. about. That there are elements, okay, well, let's explore. Let's let's try to they figure this out. They encourage explore the ship. Yeah, yeah and, and then a few that, hours like, of exploring highlights time. a mission for you because yeah. you tried that. Mm-hmm. And they, and, and what's really cool about that is in the app, you see people's pictures of the characters you're interacting with, and those are the actors. So it's not like a, a Disney character. It's actually their face. Mm-hmm. So the character we, we interact with first, later on we were in the atrium, and that character walked by, and you know, oh, that's the guy I was talking to on the on my device. Hmm. And like Amanda said, we're at dinner. We have a great table, crazy table, right up near like the stage area. If you've seen the promotional videos, it's the night that there's like a concert on board. And he walked up to us and said something to that effect. Thank you for helping me earlier. I know we've been in contact. I hope you like the tables because you guys helped us out earlier. And you go, well, we're – What's the truth in that? Is there any truth in that? <laughs> or is really... that just a good line to tell people if they get this? T- that's yeah. where it gets so out of focus. And that's where I said, he's like, well, I need to talk to you about tomorrow. And I said something to the effect of, well, you know how to reach us. And he said, no, you need to come here and here and here. And then again, that goes on to the journey. Let's take some questions. Yeah. Because I think we, we already been going like 25 minutes. As you can tell, we loved it. Uh, 100%. And, and I can just say from, I'm a Star Wars fan by marriage. I... <laughs> would never have chosen this path for myself. Yeah. Um, I love Star Wars now because my family loves it. And so I um, I went in as a moral support for my kids and my husband who were all so pumped to do this, and I would do it again in a heartbeat. It was yeah. that amazing. Especially if they ever released, like, a episode two. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and they've already said 
that there will be different journeys. There will be different destinations. Then we will be going Then back. we'll go back. I mean, that, I mean to, <laughs> nice. to cut off any questions, then that, that will be the answer of, and I, I believe most of the people who experience this, if they can afford it again, would go back again. We understand. everything. Is everything is with the caveat of, this is an incredibly expensive mm. vacation. And it's two days. So we understand that. So don't yeah. think we're not underselling that. So, but we're going to just kind of put that, let's put that part to the side mm-hmm. and say, let's move on. So let's. Questions. One of the overwhelming people want to, it's been asked nine different ways, is if you're not like an avid Star Wars fan, if you're, you know, yeah. what, what what would your, if you brought your mom, you know, if I brought my friend who's not into Disney. Yeah. They like, would still love it. And what, would, what, would they, what would they think? I think they will have an appreciation for what it is. And there is enjoyment in the activity of being there. Um, not you, unlike a cruise. Not unlike sense. a cruise, yeah. right. You don't have to. There's a communal experience. You could go on any cruise in the world. If you like cruising, it's going to be fun. Um, and I feel the same way. Yes, is it better if you're a Star Wars fan? For sure. Because you can go full out. You're costume, 24 hours a day. You're inundated with it. And when you leave, you feel like you were a part of a Star Wars movie. Yeah, And I'd say it's a, a you will have a much stronger emotional connection to it if you're at least a casual fan. If you hate Star Wars, yeah, don't do this. If you are a if casual you, fan, if you know the basic story in the movies and the characters, because even my kids have seen almost everything, but they're not like deep in the lore. I mean, they know yeah, more than more. maybe a lot of kids, but they're not like, like they haven't seen every single frame and know every single character. They know Luke, Han, and Leia, yeah. and Ray and Finn, and Poe, and, and the prequel characters, and Ahsoka. But that's kind of... Yeah. I guess that's that's a follow up question to yeah. even if you're not into it, if you if you maybe are ambivalent about Star Wars, do you have to understand some of the structure of it? Do you have to understand who people are? Do you have to understand? No, because they a introduce overview? you. There, I mean, You'd even if it, you're yeah. not a fan, you know who Chewbacca is. Sure. You know, and so every every part of the story that would need an introduction, there's something to anchor it to. Okay. So I feel like you can go on the ship and have a great experience, whether you're a Star Wars fan. Much, Where is this happening, like, in the, this? In we're, the we're same all, place that we're about to. So after The Last Jedi, before, Revenge, or before Rise of Skywalker. I would say that only plays into the story with it being the First Order and the Resistance and and Kylo and Rey. Yeah. But even that, this again, I don't want the Kylo and Rey portion of this is not incredibly large. No, it's just it, for recognition. And for... In a good way, uh, much like we kind of people gave grief for Batu until they experienced it. These are all brand new characters, and I would say not unlike the Mandalorian. That's what I put it closer to. They're brand new characters that are, exist in the same visual language and the same tonality, but they don't. You have no expectations because you have no preconceived expectations of who these characters are, except for Ray and and really Ray and Kylo. But Ray is probably the only one you really have much interaction with. That's an existing character, uh, and Chewbacca. But that's Chewbacca. Uh, that there's never that like disconnect, because you don't know what this captain looks like. You don't know who this scoundrel guy is, or who Gaia is, the singer on the ship. You've never experienced these people before. Gaia was in Captain, captain Planet. Planet. Yeah, Gaia yeah. is yeah, the spirit of the earth. When all our powers combined. Yeah, <laughs> because you have none of those expectations to who these characters are. It lets you dive in a little deeper and to just have fun with it, and that these can- and I think that helps the actors because they're not trying to be 
Harrison Ford. Mm -hmm. They're just sort of a not how the Mandalorian is not Boba Fett. This is kind of how like these characters are. You know, it's like a, a Tarkin, but I it's would not. Say, mm. And for all the Disney moms out there who are like on the fence about it, one hundred percent in support of doing this for your kids. I, we, Logan and I both got choked up at different points during the trip, watching our children just come to life with it. They, I mean, talk about in their element. They're living their character. Their hearts are behind their team. They. I mean, they want to accomplish everything. They celebrate every victory. It was magical. It was your kids are third grade and kindergarten. Kindergarten, right. yeah. It was the Disney magic you remember as a kid. Oh, it was magical. It's the closest thing I feel like as an adult you can maybe have to that feeling of like, for two days it was real. Yes. And that's maybe the closest way to put it. And you never really disconnected from it's it. It's real no. to me. It was. It really it was. was. And were... like with the mute and the fact you have this beautiful score and all these things are happening as you experience, especially the big theater elements that do happen. I mean, there are a few elements that everyone does experience together. It is a overwhelming emotional. I mean, you find oh, at yourself the end, cheering. Half the room was in tears. You find yourself cheering and crying and just being a part of this really amazing thing. Uh, that again, I think it's very hard to put into marketing when you start saying, oh, it's here's a lightsaber and the little lasers are going to shoot out. When that itself is not even the story that plays out when you're in lightsaber training. You know, right. That, and that's <laughs> that's the harder part. Let's take more questions. Though, yeah, then, a lot of that I, score I actually you. was done here in Franklin, Tennessee. That's cool. Nice. Well, they did a great job. Some of that music. A lot of questions uh, about um, the food. How okay. was the food? What did your so kids think kid, of the food? If we're going to probably you guys, did the, you guys did the captain's table experience. The too. second night, yeah. So the first, okay, let's just, we'll come out in front of you. The food is, you're not going for the food. It's fine. It's fine. It's creative and interesting. And it for it put our kids in the position to try a lot of new things. And they did. And it was fun. Which was fun. But the first thing you do when you get on board is there's an option to go eat lunch in uh, I'd say maybe one of my few complaints is you you eat all of your meals in one dining room. Now, the lights change, the music changes for dinner, not unlike a cruise ship, where they have those rooms that kind of convert. But I do kind of wish there was a separation between the uh, lunch and dinner because the lunch is, is cafeteria style, buffet style. You walk up, you grab a plate of different things throughout and like and everything's first... small bites, so you can try a little bit of everything. I, really I was like... a little concerned when the first thing my kids got their tray, and they go, this is just like school. And I was like, oh, no. This is, <laughs> this is not good. Because that's the, <laughs> the last thing you <laughs> want them to equate that <laughs> very crazy <laughs> hotel <laughs> to. Right. Yeah. I do love kind of like as I've seen, one of the things I've seen is like I loved how they figured the buffet out mm -hmm. in 2022. 20, like with all the small plates, how you walked away with like yeah. – it felt like a very – I mean, there was no COVID pro. Let's just be honest. There, you were no. in very tight spaces with hundreds of people. Right. Uh, the, all of that's out the window. Forget that that even exists. The only time you to put on a mask is when you're going to Batu, and I think that's done as yeah. of this week. Yeah, you became don't optional. Do uh, so, other than very few people who did wear masks, or you would notice here and there. I mean, there was times when I mean, there, there were times that did cross my mind because you'd be like, in a certain area, half the size of the studio with half the ship, and you're like this. Doesn't feel very right now, but <laughs> who cares? We're in space. Let's just yeah. COVID we'll doesn't exist in space. <laughs> yeah, but that did that did cross my mind. But the the food, it was fine. It's fine. Everything's very not unlike Disney. Everything's very sweet or very. 
flavorful in general. Flavorful and sweet. I'd say it's a good way to kind of, even the meat. It was the bantha. Sweet meat. Bantha <laughs> meat is very it sweet. It was good. It was good. How was the blue shrimp? <gasps> okay. So the, sec- <laughs> the, the second night is, is the first night is a more of a theater experience. Yeah. That's when they have the uh, concert that happens and obviously stuff happens. The second night is more of just a dinner. There is the theater elements, but most of it is it focused a around big dinner. Yeah, it's focused. The concept is you're eating around the, the galaxy. galaxy. So they they announce and say this is this it's dish. Like Olive Garden, the of Italy. This <laughs> is night, yeah. this is this dish from <laughs> the first night. There's it was very regular. It was space Star Wars food, but it wasn't. It's, I don't remember what it was. Yeah, like the kids ha- had a they have a kids menu. They have a young so at any menu. point, your kids just want kid food. There are options. Yeah. And they're fine. The um, buttered noodles and the tip yip. Pizza, tip yip, mac and cheese. <laughs> a good tip yip. Um, so that was always there and always an option. And then the adult dinners were prefix. Yeah. So they just brought out whatever. Um, so they had kind of like bento style appetizers and like bao buns. buns. And stuff, bao buns. Um, and those were actually really good. Yeah. And tons of sauces. So it was almost mm. like a mix of different. Yeah, kind of an Indian ish asian experience yeah it was cool um again fine nothing to write home about but it definitely was enjoyable yeah i um, wasn't hungry almost more of a aesthetic experience than yes a it was more about flavor experience yes yeah. uh, and the cocktails delicious very sweet very the, sweet so the blue shrimp you put up though because it came on like the bed of ice yeah it, it looked samantha saw it and she's like what cocktail is this with blue shrimp in it? I, go, I think it's just the shrimp. It's the shrimp. <laughs> I don't think there's a drink involved. No. So, it had... so that whole night, like I said, was and like. And to get the blue shrimp, you have to pay the, like the upcharge. No, I don't think no, so. No, okay. no, no. The, 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 cap, the second night dinner is Taste Around the Galaxy for everyone. You're getting like an extra four or five. Um, the... Of the of the four or five courses, I think you're given seven or eight courses of different things for that one. The, I don't remember. It didn't feel but like everybody much. everybody got blue shrimp. Everyone got blue shrimp in the whole. That was the, the big talk was the blue shrimp. I mean, if you could get past the color, they were just like marinated cocktail shrimp. Yeah. But they. It was tough to get through the color, though. It was that very hard was to weird. get past the color. There was a lot. There was some hits. Oh, one of our girls who's a crustacean lover downed hers. Like, there was no question. Yeah. But They all tried it. We all tried it. And I, I ate one. And that was enough. <laughs> The whole, you checked your box. The whole checked my box. Chefs or captain, the um, taste around the galaxy we had some big hits and some big misses. The first <laughs> yeah. one we got was the ever like we were at the captain's table, which is uh, kind of like being in a family style. Like there was other like, six or seven people, ten people at the table with us. Yeah. And like everyone universally was like, "This mm. is bad." <laughs> it was like a carrot. It something. was the first thing we got. It was just, Mm-mm. it was bad, and that kind of set off your night going. Whoa! <laughs> uh, and then it was little little plates throughout. I mean, one point was like a Did shooter. Did they change it up? I don't know. Okay, because I'm looking at the menu. One was a shooter of essentially salsa. No, it was it was like a gazpacho. <laughs> but it just tastes like you were drinking salsa. My my son I, right, loved, loved it. it. I thought it was fine. I had most of it. He was like cold soup. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have what was on it? Well, so this is from. I don't the, think that spoils stuff. It's food. No. Well, there's the bread service, Mustafari breast, and breads bread and breads. Bread service. Sorry. This is breads and breads. <laughs> Different podcast. Uh, shrimp course, the ice oh, spa. <laughs> uh, then you have the braised bantha beef and the seared white fish. Yeah, there's a lot of fish. Chandelarian uh-huh. air cake. That's did, just four. So I didn't this care for the air this cake. This must not be the chef. I don't even remember it. 
Um, it wasn't the, in the breads and spreads? The breads and spreads was that actually was good. really good. Except for, here's the weird part. Some of that stuff, like the, the blue shrimp, like there's bright fluorescent orange butter. And it just tastes like a very light butter. But you're looking at this bright orange fluorescent. Uh-huh. So that it's just like the blue shrimp not having much flavor. That almost made it harder because you're like, this should taste like something. It's bright orange. So in and your, in your like, like Instagram story, Amanda, it yeah. was because it was kind of dark and moody. You mm-hmm. could tell it was blue, but this Disney food blog image is, is like wretched. It is blue. <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, that is a terrible image. That's not, it's, wait, know, it is well, darker it's like they than turned that. turned on a light. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's They're not what it's like. Cube, so I mean, they I'd are blue, blue. But do not they... go to this experience if you're like, I'm just going to eat. Mm. No. It's not for that. No. Even for like lunch, they had like grilled cheese and tomato soup, but they called it something else. Oh, but it was so cute. The it way was they cute. Did They're it. like done little like Star Warsy bubbles. The bacon at breakfast is like in a circle. So everything is a little. It was really cool. Unique. The breakfast was actually really good. Breakfast was good, and they had Mickey waffles that weren't Mickey. They were the Chandrilla logo. Yeah. So if you're hoping for Mickey waffles, and they, they had the have. potato thing that was delicious. <laughs> like a, it was all good. Yeah. But it was. But it, that's certainly not the selling point of this no. experience. Did y'all have any of the special cocktails? We yes. did. Any good ones? We had the silver martini. Silver sea martini, gin, lemon, mint, ginger, and passion fruit. Loved it. Tastes Very like a sweet. Jolly Rancher. I mean, I, it was <laughs> the sweetest drink. That's the passion fruit juice. Oh, my God. It, it was, was just, good. I couldn't I finish it. I had one. I, like, I wanted, for some reason, in my head, silver mm-hmm. did not equate to This sounds pink. Great. <laughs> Did anyone have the mark of the huntress? Yes, that was That's very the good. Bourbon, that was the first thing I had. Black current, yes. uh, almond or jat, lemon. And sparkling bubbles. I had, I've seen some I had crazy that bar that really good. How high did you guys get up? Yeah, it wasn't uh, not too bad. Well, that yeah. was twenty three bucks. That's well, we were there that, with our kids, the so there wasn't a whole end, lot of time. The to... ones that are higher end come with collectible cups. Got it. So I spent one that was like thirty five dollars. It's the Mustafarian something. The lava one. And it came with a side of lava that you poured in. Oh, it was so cool. And and it came. Oh, that's the, not even on this menu. I don't think. Okay, that was maybe just at the bar. Got it. And there's yeah, also a Dagobah fizz that you saw. Dagobah I had the Dimlet. And that delicious. is like in a green. And it has a beautiful leaf The Mustafarian was really good. Uh, the, the One of the like things people have been chattering about how good the snacks were at the bars. Okay, so the I we didn't, didn't eat, eat in the at lounge. at the bar, yeah. But after dinner, <laughs> lunch, Both. dinner, sometime. Sometime in the afternoon, the guest services desk flips over to a snack bar. Mm. And they have just bowls of fruit and like little and like goldfish for the items. kids and that yeah, stuff. That yeah, that kind of stuff. But they also had like these like their take on a star crunch, like a little Debbie star crunch. Mm-hmm. Oh, that thing was good. And the uh, cake pop was also delicious. Maybe one of the best things. And they're all is, included. They're free. So is that there's a, a it comes with a big bottle in your room that you go and refill. They have a water station and they have you know on tap. Uh, you know, sparkling water, like whatever little, you oh. want. Them. Like a little keg. So you can it fill it up. Fabulous. Oh, I was all day <laughs> filling up that thing with sparkling water. I'd walk around the middle of the night by myself, just filling it up, hanging out. It was great. Fun. All right. Any other questions? Oh, yeah, there's more. We're already like 45 minutes in, so let's You know, uh, I mean, people are wanting you to answer. Spoiler stuff. People are wanting people, you to I answer people. The, the is it worth it question, which is the one that, like, no one really can answer for you. For me, yes. For, yeah, for 100%. me, the answer is yes. I mean, I, I I think this is the, I said this before, and I do believe this, this is the crown jewel of Disney storytelling. Mm-hmm. Nothing compares to this. You've never done anything, anything you've like ever it. done. Mm-hmm. So if you like the theme parks, and you like the theme parks not because of the rides, but because of the 
overall experience. This is the craziest thing you could you could possibly there do is nothing in that realm. As far as immersive amusement entertainment that has ever existed like this before. Well, and like you explained to me, first of all, all the meals are included, other yes. than like uh, yeah, even, even your lunch on Batu is included. But so you at, at the uh, whatever you call it, docking base seven, you, you use your magic band. And they it just goes. And just if you don't get off zero. the ship, there's lunch. They do start. They yep. do have a lunch there. But you, have to, you gotta get the off the ship. The way you explained it to me, with it's the actors and the training and yeah. the immersive experience, is that it's easy for us to be jaded and be like, oh, look at how expensive it is. Disney's mm-hmm. trying to get them. But to me, it almost sounds like the profit side of it yeah. is probably not compared to other resorts. I can't imagine not really running that it. high just because of how much is involved. The tech, it sounds like oh they my. had to have started planning this 10 to 15 years yeah, ago. And I found some of the get there. I found some of the actors on Instagram later mm-hmm. on because some people tagged them who were there. And the some are like, yes, one of the guys is a Disney TikToker and is like a, a person in the fan community who also did like the the Disney Junior live on stage. But most of the ones you really interacted with are like legit SAG, go watch their shows on movies on Amazon. Wow. And you can tell that. You can tell that's where it seems there's like a the level of acting that Disney incurred to well, create and just this managing so it. High. Like I cannot imagine the behind the scenes, yeah. like how somebody is keeping track of not only the schedule and the scripting and making sure dinner's running and housekeeping is running because it is. I mean, every moving part is moving all the time. Well, if you were to go to a high end theater experience, yeah. say, and take your entire family of four mm-hmm. for three days, right? Yeah. Like just three Broadway great show seats on Broadway for shows, three days, you'd great. probably be. But then include your meals and your hotel stay. Yeah. You're spending the same amount, yeah. and that's yeah. kind of what you experienced. That is, and honestly, and so it's that level of entertainment it down in a different way to mm-hmm. see understand why it costs that much. Yeah. Is that it's your meals, your lodging, and high end theater that you're immersed in for three days. And the level of staff is that next level of, like on the cruise line. Or like in any of the concierge kind of areas, it is a step, a significant step up. I mean, we pulled up, they grabbed our bags out of our car, they greeted you, they took your picture at the front, they welcomed you, they got everything taken care of. You didn't have to think about any of that. And there was people working that staff 24 hours if you needed anything. And these were what felt like the cruise or a higher level of of, of service that you were getting than you would at, at traditional even your deluxe resorts, it didn't feel like that. Mm-hmm. And I would encourage, we. our flight was delayed, so our flight was supposed to get there where we were going to get there right at 1 when it opened. We got there at 2. I would actually, from what I've seen in pictures, encourage people to get there at 2 uh, because at 1 o'clock, it seemed like there was a mass of people. Mm-hmm. At 2, we were the only people on our shuttlecraft. It was quiet. It was quite a different you know, experience. By the time in, in leaving, because we had a car service uh, that just because we just went from the airport and then back to the airport. You know, we never had a rental car or anything. Everyone is valet is included if you do have a car. Uh, by the time we had got off the shuttlecraft back to the docking bay, whatever you would call it, uh, we they had loaded up our bags in the car. They were ready to go. We stopped by a little gift shop, and we were out. You know, it it was a different. There was no stress in that process. I've heard overwhelmingly that they felt it felt like you've always wanted the Disney experience to feel like like it was to yes. the nines, like everything was handled. And you guys didn't have like a club level room or anything. No, we had a standard, normal, room. normal standard room because yeah. that was all you could get. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it was perfect for our family. Yeah, I'm sure people will ask about that about the the space. Look, Terry was not wrong that it's it is a small a small room. 
to the point where you go, why is this so small? Uh, because you are, we all know we're not really on a... That yeah. was a shower? Fine. Fine. Okay. Normal uh, size. I mean, it was not cramped. Okay. Yeah. And what was cramped is if you... I... Having luggage to go beyond the Star Cruiser, I think would, would be the struggle. So if you're going for the two nights, plenty of space. If you were going for a week to Disney World with your family of five, that would take up a lot of your... Space. You might want to check bags somewhere. Somewhere else, because there isn't a whole lot of storage well, if you space. Have a car that's going into parking. Like, yeah, yeah. you could leave it there. Have just a certain bag for that. Yeah. A small carry-on per person would be the perfect. Yeah, yeah. Size. And Disney, and that's will, all you need. So to answer that question, if you are doing that, then use. If you're staying on property, use Disney's checked service. You can go to the resort you're going to yeah. next, and drop your bags off before you go there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or if you're leaving from a resort, Disney will transfer them. Yeah, I could just see it being a pain because mm-hmm. we had just packed for those two nights. We were actually going to the beach after that. My family had already gone, my parents, and they drove. So we loaded up their car with our rest of our luggage. Honestly, one of the reasons I didn't buy a lot more, and I really I regret that more than probably most of these things, mm-hmm. is because I was like, where are we going to put it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, where are you physically? Like, like, I wanted the big statue of the house you had to carry it, but there's like no room in your room for it. I think by design, that is also to get you out of that room. Yeah. Because if you, we maybe were in our room, non-sleeping hours, two and a half, three hours. Max. I mean, Max. we took, we took if a you're little following bit of your rest. itinerary, you have about 20 minutes of downtime between things. And you can choose whether you go to your room or the lounge or however you want to spend that time. It'd be, yeah. Most it, of the time, we would go and decompress for, I mean- 20, I think the longest 20, we were in there minutes. was like a 40-minute stretch because we it was the end of the second day, and we were all just like wiped. <laughs> Did it feel but, too long? Did it feel too short? Did it feel just right? I think it felt right the amount of time. Yes. I think you start you do get a little disoriented with the no windows and that kind of thing. Uh, the What you were saying, well, I just lost it, though. What was it, what were you just talking about? The room. The room. I don't know. It, so much I would say about. plan to pack lightly. You don't need that much um, if you're going to wear your costumes. There were several people who wore the same costume both days, and honestly, that's how I would do it if I were doing it again. There's no real reason. Weren't there reason. a lot of people asking about question, about character? I think a lot of people asked, "Did what were our characters? Did we stay in character? Well, people were asking that, and I felt like that might be like a... I think that's your own personal preference. Yeah. There are people who went full on, like, here is my full backstory. I have websites dedicated to what I do. I have this whole backstory. I feel bad, Matt. You haven't said anything. I don't care. No, I'm listening. I have a question. You were you were talking about how immersive it, it is, and you kind of get disoriented. It does it look really good? Like I noticed in one of your pictures, phenomenal. You know, it's space out there out that window. Yeah. Like, is it fully? Yes, and that changes. Mm. So during your training, during your uh, bridge training, there moment. Well, I don't think again. This, this Star no. Wars. You go to what? You know, we say that. Oh, you can say that, yeah. You go to, to light speed like you do in Star Wars. Oh, wow. But every time someone does that mm-hmm. on the ship, you it happens it in your room. In every window. So it's really all, cool. Although it's a live feed in that sense of when stuff goes on, yeah. you'll sometimes get an alert. Look out your window. This is happening. Mm. And stuff starts happening. I love that. So it, it is that way. It is a, it is a tight room for... Three kids and us, it was... But it was fine. It was fine. But cruise yeah. ships are that way. I mean, you get in a cruise... It was very much a 
normal cruise ship room. Yeah. So we had the one with the two bunk beds. But we weren't on a cruise ship. We were just in a big blue box. At the end of the day, they could have built a bigger hotel. (laughs) (laughs) But really, I don't know if they could have. Because of where you are. And you want the feel. Like, you, it, it just... All plays to together. Does it make it kind of feel more? Like you're on a ship. Like I'm on a spaceship because I feel kind of cramped. You're, that's yes. what I was gonna say. It's also Space very cruiser. manageable. Thank you. So Sorry. if Dare. you had 15 minutes, you could easily get to your room on an elevator or stairs because you said there's only 100 rooms. It's two floors, really. It's it's two floors of rooms. Three, I think. Yeah. Maybe three floors of rooms, but then one floor that has kind of all your extra activities, where your lightsaber stuff is, where you transport to Batu, and then one that's the atrium. And the bar. And that's it. You know, it's mm. not like you're... You could be anywhere in two minutes. Yes. We, we had many of activities we had to get to. We're like, we got to get there in 30 seconds. And you can you do it. Nice. And you're literally in... I mean, the hotel is literally located behind. Yeah, I mean, yeah. you pull in and you see... You know see, where you, you are. See, you you see Batu. It's a very nondescript gray building. And you yeah. see, you know, <laughs> the, the the Kermit the Frog's, you know, balloon thing. Like you see that right when you, when you go in. If I was going to complain, we the only issues we had... I'd say a couple things. Some people are like, you're just talking about how great this is. What's some negatives? Uh, some negatives were they clearly are still getting comfortable with the process of getting you to Hollywood Studios. That took about an hour hmm. from when we got in line to when we actually got there. And there is part of you when you're in that line going, I know how close I am. Hmm. <laughs> I could walk there like, I could walk there in walk 30 seconds. Right there. Uh-huh. So that is a bit of a frustrating. That was a bit of frustrating. And, like, they ran out of, like, everyone got a pin. For a little bit, they had run out of that, and they'd given everyone buttons. They're like, we'll get you a pin later. Just little things that were just... Like, you know how many of us there are here yeah, today. Yeah, right. Like, there is a climate simulator that is what they call it. It's a patio. It's a patio with a skylight. So if you do need a little bit of... Fresh air. Fresh air and light, it it is how it feels on Batu always. So there's... Uh, so you know one, even if like how to dress, are you dressed appropriately to go? If it's cold, is it raining? You can kind of go in there. I went in there late night the last night, and I was like, I'm going to go in here. I clicked the button, and there was like one other person in there. I'm like, I'm going to leave. Uh, <laughs> it was super uncomfortable. Uh, but if that's uh, that's part. that was one of the things that was, though, technically there was not many problems, but there were a couple technical glitches that happened. Mm-hmm. A lot of people asked about the real lightsaber. We didn't see them. We did not get to see the real lightsaber. When Ray walked out, had the standard fully ignited already blue mm. lightsaber that did go out mid-fight. Yeah, that did happen, yeah. So, and that snaps you back into reality yeah. when that happens. Again, it is maybe 20 seconds total of a two-day, three-day experience. It by no ways hurt, or but it did go. They've been promoting that real lightsaber. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's sort of at the grand finale. You're kind of waiting for it. Mm-hmm. And then for it not to happen, it was a bit of a, oh. Because I kind of knew where to stand. I was like, we're going to stand right here. We're going to see it. He was very, like, we need to be in the middle. I was like, yeah, that okay, I would say that. Bye. You need to be He's in like, the middle of the atrium. be in the middle. And if it says stuff that's kind of vague, like, you know, there's a something in the atrium and whatever. Be there. Be there and be there 10 to 15 minutes early. It starts before. It really starts before because the story starts to unfold. Mm. And there's stuff that I'm very glad we were in the atrium for. Nice. How did, uh, like, the bridge training and lightsaber training? Because those are, those are kind of the two. They're really fun. I mean, they're, they're so a blast. Cool. So cool. They're a blast. I, yeah. I, I think the negativity coming towards it's insane. Mm. Uh, again, it all plays into a much bigger story. That's just the, 
the concept is you're going to bridge training and you're going to lightsaber training. Stuff happens. But uh, I have to also say the they have the loft cat version of things oh yeah. for the smaller children. Seven and under. They have the loft cat crew. Unbelievable. The people they have running that is are so it's great. It's like a kids club. Mm. Yeah. But you're not leaving the kids. You're doing you're it with it. them. Um but it just makes it more age appropriate and more understandable and brings honestly, I felt like it brought them more into the story. Mm. Because um, they brought it down to their level, and it was yeah, like their lightsaber training though in the same room because they couldn't do it. seven and up got to do the lightsaber training, which does get fairly intense. It does. Uh, it's kind of like a video game, but it is like you're moving, and mm-hmm. it's and you can fail. You know, it, there's stuff that you have to do. For them, it was very much a, a like I said, a, age a, appropriate, but completely different too. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like a. Oh, they're just going to lower this for a right. smaller kid. Mm-mm. It was like a like a kid's activity, and the Loth Cat crew have their own chant that all, a lot of the cast will then do with them throughout it, and they'll remember that probably the rest of their life. I am brave. Yeah. I am or, yeah. I am brave. I am strong. I am ready. I am a Loth Cat. Rah! Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that gives you the feels. Yeah, <laughs> it was great. So cute. And then we did two or three of those activities. We did you know. Pork hunting and then lightsaber uh, with them. They do say a lot of people are missing it because here's why they want you all to have your own app. So like the kids' lightsaber training didn't show up on mine. Uh-huh. It's not part of my itinerary, my story. It did show up on theirs uh-huh. and on mine and on yours. So that's where you have to be like, like we were the only kids at the lightsaber training. We we're just our kids. I want to go that. pork hunting. Oh, pork hunting was fun. Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. Still disappointed there aren't pork. Stands in in Galaxy's Edge. That's my, you my can eat. big. Uh, <laughs> I want. I want. Oh, we did. Ha- one of our missions was to turn off the Ronto Roaster. Yeah. Which was hilarious. <laughs> That's awesome. Were there any other like, specific questions? I feel bad. We, feel like we haven't gotten to like real. No, I mean, I know the, a lot the, of them. The, might be I haven't the same. asked any questions that I felt like would be like. I'll tell you if it goes too far. The, the people that wanted to know like what role you played and like. Yeah, how I was that... gonna say that we were just us. But. Uh, but. but Star Wars storylines, mm-hmm. like you did a more scoundrel path. Yes. Whereas me and the kids were mostly Jedi. Jedi and one and resistance. resistance. And I worked for both sides. Is but there... I didn't go in there with the I am whatever from Mustafar. A no. lot of people did. I saw at one point a guy walk up to the captain and say, with beads going, these are beads from my home world. I would like you to have them. I didn't go that far. <laughs> oh, there was but that people cool left thing. It. We we found the little things all oh, hanging yeah. around the ship. Oh yeah, I have a little a rebellion logo that someone had just like left there at the table. There was a pouch, and it, and we, Gold and I actually found a bracelet yeah. later by the same person, and it just had a little like logo on it, and I picked it up, and inside it said, uh, "Keep and wear if you're a fellow resistance or pass it on." So, Logan has it now, and then the little bracelet we found was for um, the first order. And so we, Gold and I, hid that one. Good to be a little. Bit well, so that that. that was my question. We know there's scoundrel, Jedi, Resistance. Are there forced? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So you can there be are first people order. that are bad people. And they were dressed full on in. Oh yeah. In first order uh, attire, which okay. is a bit odd to yeah. be at. Uh, and <laughs> they don't the, think they won't throw you under the bus if they yes. find out. The character though they have portraying this also is is there's a comedy element a little bit to him. So it's scary. Like our daughter, one got scared because it sat. Da- he sat down at our table with us, um, but for the most part, it's a little silly. Yes. Like in a good way. 
like in a way that you're not sitting there being like I'm sitting here with a horrible human being. like mm-hmm. you're yeah. sitting here with a sort of improv villain yeah uh, yeah is there any uh, anything else is there any in the live feed anyone like no one is co- other people saying they it's a lot of money and people saying they hope to do it mm-hmm. I uh, you can go shopping there's a store this store in inside the ship is all in universe so I have stuff like here's a Chandrilla, you know, notepad or pen. I bought the lightsaber as my big collectible. Yeah, you right did. here. Ooh. Oh, you'll see that. Oh yeah, like it's gonna fall out or something because Will doesn't know how to do it. What, Can't wield a lightsaber. No kidding. So I have this lightsaber. For those watching, uh, there's plenty of stuff you can purchase. And then I do think this was something that I, I. There are little things that I do wish they told you, just straight up told you, like beforehand, but after whatever. The day you leave, they've closed down that store. So mm-hmm. get everything you need in the first, like the first two nights. But the before the last night, because you do think like I could, ju- I'll get this on the way out. Mm-hmm. No, that's shut down. When is it? When does that close? Let's say that I don't morning. Know, I, ele- I know it closed like 11 p.m. the night before. Oh, that store Which is, is standard not open for cruise ships. They do close the store. Yeah. So I uh, guess they were just kind yes. of so. I guess they're doing that. And then when you get off the Star Cruiser, it, you break that fourth wall essentially, and there is. Star Wars branded Galactic Star Cruiser merchandise. Uh, so there is that. They don't tell you that, but I do. They, did they told tell us me. that because we like we're trying to debate whether what we wanted. But they that's not just out there. Because I was gonna wait and get it before we left. Before we left, and, and like, the this girl is all was gone. like, um, so when you get to your home planet, there will be other things. And I was like, okay. She's like. Like other things. Yeah, she was like, Not- "This was your on the Galactic Star Cruiser. That one was I visited the Galactic Star Cruiser." Yeah, and I was like, okay. <laughs> "Or the Halcyon." Or so I went ahead and got what I wanted then, but it was um, just know that. Yeah, hmm. and maybe that sort of notification of how to kickstart your story. I'd say those are things that I wish you maybe were a little clearer, because you do go through a little briefing beforehand that Mark David comes on and says. Hi, this is Mark David. Uh, you know, if there's a real emergency, this is what you're going to hear. That kind of stuff, so you know, because there are obviously emergencies. The mustard drill. But it's there just are just like on a cruise ship. But there's real. They give you a, beforehand. They tell you if it's in a real emergency. Oh, yeah, it'll be This different. is what it's going to sound like because when those emergencies happen, it's pretty. It <laughs> you're can in it. Freak you out. <laughs> I mean, people scream. Yeah. It's 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 wild. It's wild. I don't want to give that away though. I, but, okay, but that's stuff happens. We know stuff happens. Stuff happens. It's crazy. Hold on to your drinks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it reminds me of when I was a kid, the first time I ever rode the great movie ride. And when that robber guy jumped on and commandeered the thing. Yeah. I was completely in it and I oh, was yeah, man. I, horrified. I, I bought that I bought that yeah. story the first time. But I it sounds like they've story. taken that feeling and just that's a great, yes. you know? that's the closest thing maybe yeah. that you could put to it was there is that sense of danger and, and of reality that, that happens awesome. through that. And the people asked about Sabak, the card game. We played a little. Eh, it's it's kind of boring. It's, <laughs> there's one table on the ship. It's largely occupied. And even when it's not, I mean, we did it at breakfast because no one was there. It's cool. It's a hologram like floating in front of you, but it's, uh, it was fine. I, mean, I wasn't going to waste our time in the tournament, which a lot of people were. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Anything else? That was the one thing I wanted was a Sabak deck. Yeah, I know. Okay. <laughs> I, 
Listen. He failed. He, immediately, I, we got in the car, and he was like, I forgot the Sabacc no, deck. I, I, I bought the Sabacc deck at Galaxy's Edge and thought, I when I looked through all the merchandise, because I, I did the... I did the like look ahead and went, okay, I, I'd probably buy that model of the ship, put that in my office, because that's pretty cool. Yeah. I wish I had bought that. Yeah. Uh, I wish I had bought everything because of the resale prices I could have paid for my entire experience. You go back again. It, it really did. Like, I got out, uh, there was no way to put the stuff, but I got home and I was like, oh, as, as I didn't get your deck, I was like, I'll go and buy one for mm -hmm. him. And they were like 180 no, bucks. Like, what? Well, well, and then this lightsaber that was 200 bucks is a thousand dollars. I thought you were sold. kidding, so I went to go Not buy one. Sold. On eBay and I was like, sold a thousand dollars. I go, oh my god, this is crazy. Save your this money. Little, I got a little trip. droid because there's one droid that plays a part of the role, and they sell this little droid. And I got the ten dollar wind up version, and it's like eighty dollars on Dang. on eBay. And again, not listed, sold. Uh, I was pretty upset with myself for not just saying I'll take five of everything. Mm -hmm. Lightsabers, you could buy two, but the, everything else was pretty open. Uh, Coolest purchase by far was the head tails. Head tails are awesome. Your kids they have been look, wearing them oh. nonstop. They look incredible. They, they do so make cool. you go. Did everybody get? A set? <laughs> no, we just what? got one. Oh. Um, but they, they're like foamy rubber and yeah, they're latex, but they're they're cool. They're really cool. That's awesome. They're very cosplay. Like you could wear these at a convention and oh. be legit. Yeah. People have, those are going for three or four hundred bucks. That's insane. Because I think they I are the pretty legit. I thought the seventy-five to buy them was, was a lot. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. <sighs> How long have we been going? I don't know, like an hour. About an hour, yeah. Well, should we talk about a couple other little things? I know, I know, there's been a lot of talk about turning red. We can talk about that. Let's let's wrap. And there there I'll wrap up some... this. I'll wrap up Star Cruiser and say, uh, it is a problem. I know a lot of people said, would you do it again? Is it re? I think that's one. Is it re? Yeah, that's a. What, what do you call that? I mean, repeatable. Is it repeatable? And Amanda answered that right away. She's but like, I I'm in. I'm in, but I think if it is just the same story, yeah. you're never going to recapture this magic. Mm -hmm. Because there are things that happen to everyone. There are surprises. There are bits and story. It's not like rewatching a movie. Is When there was a big moment that happened in it, I mean, I just yelled. I mean, everyone did. It erupted like you were you know, in the theater or on No Way Home. Or it, it was, yeah. There were moments of just pure joy and elation that everyone has together. If I for the just do not look at these videos on YouTube. Mm -hmm. I'm sorry. I it know you guys all want you. your clicks and you want your views and you want your monetization and that's great. But if you have any chance of going to experience this, stay as far away from those videos as possible. And I don't mean that with hyperbole. You will be if so you have glad a you specific did. question that you need answered. Send me a message. Mm. I will answer it for you. I did that. I call. I talked to Lynn. I talked to Tom Corliss. I talked to Austin from the WWE, a few people who went. And just more was like, I was a little concerned knowing nothing mm -hmm. because of having the kids. It's like, what do I need to know? And they gave me a little bit of bullet points. But for the most part, you'll figure it out. But do not go it, watch this stuff on YouTube. This especially is not a, the story. The story. I mean, there are people posting photos of like the big, big finale moment. and stuff that you go... It would be as if you just spoiled, you know, No Way Home yeah. or any big movie. But the but but the difference you paid six thousand dollars to go see it. You know that's the difference. Is don't do this yeah, for you. There's a difference in watching a ride POV video. And I don't like that either. No, yeah. I'm just saying. But there's a big difference in that and this, which is like the entire experience. One is going to be well because you're living this yeah. movie and mm. you have to think of it that way. And you don't want to spoil it when you can. I mean, when I tell you the emotions and the excitement and the celebrations, all of it that went into it was real for all of us. So if we had known ahead of time, it 
it just wouldn't have had the same effect. And uh, I did say Mark David's Mark Daniel is like is the okay. actor who is not Mark Daniel. Who does, Anthony you know, Daniels? Mark Anthony Daniels. <laughs> Mark Anthony Daniels before and after. Yeah. <laughs> uh, our favorite uh, game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wheel of Fortune. What now? would the question be, though? Famous Latin droid. singer, <laughs> droid. <laughs> British, droid, British droid, British droid man, <laughs> Anthony Daniels, <laughs> Mark Anthony Daniels, uh, who's coming to the ICCCC, by the way, if you're going to be here. International uh, Criminal Court and <laughs> <Yes>. Convention Center. <laughs> yeah. The something something comic, comic, in, pop, I don't know, they're doing a full Clone Wars reunion, Rebel Force Radio is going to be there. Oh, nice. And uh, Anthony Daniels and Ian McDermott, who played the Emperor, is going to be there. I like those guys, so plug to them, that's in April here in Nashville, so. Nice. Overwhelmingly. The people who are the most brutally honest, Lynn, yeah. Tom Corliss, who went, paid their own money. Were yeah, not we hosted, all paid. Have been overwhelmingly positive about this experience. Was it Lynn who told us he almost cried? I'm sure he did. Lynn went all in. Like, Lynn, I, mean, I saw video Lynn footage of Lynn. Like, dancing as Han Solo and was like full on in. The dance lessons were canceled. That was one thing we had. Oh yeah, that was yeah. We don't know what happened there. Maybe with good reason. Acknowledge because <laughs> there was there was there's definitely have been like, that's been the like. But we we're gonna take the kids, and then we got down there, and they're like, and they had just said it. They have a fashion show. That's oh. that's the uh, what they kid. call it, the regalia, the royal regalia, and they the kids loved it. There were some adults in it as well, but the kids just had a the girls had an amazing time walking this red yes. carpet posing. Uh, the story of like was it Golda? Gold. Yes, Golda was yes, a Sokotano, yeah. and people you know erupted. Oh, the whole atrium cheered for her. It was, there was a lot of, oh. and, and same with Georgia. She was uh, Princess Leia. There were a lot of Leias, a lot of Rays, but there was only one Ahsoka, so that got some love. That is one thing uh, that I'll we'll leave before we move on to something else. Photos. So there are photo pass photographers every so often, but you're kind of unaware of them. So we don't have many photos. We got a couple photos. Where was it? At the Lothcat lightsaber training. Mm -hmm. And we got a couple photos from that royal regalia. Uh, other than that, we didn't get any official photos. The other thing they do offer is a photo portrait package, which we were unaware of completely, which is they'll take you around the ship, do photo ops with you and your family. Mm -hmm. For the people who go full on in costume, this looked really cool, has some really great photos. I don't think I would do it purely based on the time it seemed like they were going, all right, now we're going to the bar. Everyone pose here. It just felt like a lot. But the pictures are really cool. Nice. So it just depends. If you're maybe a couple, maybe, yeah. maybe. But then again, or like you, if you have a kid whose birthday, if you're yeah, like something special, but yeah. that would be it. Um, I don't think it's necessarily worth it. I don't know what the money is for. It'd be though. killer bar mitzvah photos. Yeah. <laughs> and our daughter is the first person to ever lose a tooth in space. Yes. <laughs> so, I love that. She was in the middle of a droid race, and she goes, "I lost tooth," and then the uh, yeah, cast was very excited. <laughs> All right. Should we do we do more? Do we? It's already been an hour. Do you want to do yeah, it quick? I think we should. I think we should uh, save that so we have something else mm -hmm. to talk about next time. Whatever y'all want, I'm open for whatever. I got a few. What do we want to do? What else did you want to talk about? Oh, but yesterday oh, I, I texted you this. <laughs> the, uh, the Animal Kingdom welcomed a Logan to the Savannah. Oh, that's true. Uh, she is a beautiful 530 pound <laughs> rhino. Yeah, Aww. I got I just got a text saying Logan is a beautiful 530 pound. I was like, what? I thought it was an iTunes review, an yeah. Apple Podcast review. Just see if it's been told me a meme. <laughs> like, uh, no. But yes, okay, that's very cool. The 500 pound rhino. <laughs> and it's a reference to her You're more her of a panda, in my opinion, but it's yeah. fine. It's fine. Uh, and then. We can briefly touch on Turning Red. I think we should because 
one, Matt Lott hasn't spoken this hour. Hey. And I've spoken a little bit. A little. We've all Will hasn't seen it. No. <gasps> oh, it's so good. Well, I gave Will a heads up. So the this obviously it's becoming a pretty bit of bit of a controversy amongst people. Amongst uh peoples. I was very excited about this film because a friend of ours, Aaron Hartline, who uh it was the director, animation director, super animation supervisor for this movie. Uh, his first movie that he's like on the poster. So we've all been very excited for him. And he worked on VeggieTales and then moved his way to Pixar. He's been with them for a long time. And a uh, brilliant guy, great, great animator. He was, I say, supervisor of this film. So we were excited about it. Our daughter is obsessed with red pandas. Yes. And loves red pandas. So we were seeing the poster. And this has been anticipation building. Anticipation. Now, and we've probably watched it four or five times at this yeah. point. Mm-hmm. There was a big controversy also of it going straight to Disney Plus. People had some concerns with that, saying that Pixar's getting no love. Soul goes direct to Disney Plus. Onward goes direct to Disney Plus. Luca. Well, Luca goes directly to Disney Plus. It probably speaks to the movie themselves. Though. I think it I think for a <laughs> lot the of time. them it I think for some of those it was the time, and some of it I think so. I think Pixar is betting on Buzz Lightyear being so huge this summer mm. that it wasn't worth trying to double dip. I also think it is a very specific movie. Yeah. With a very specific audience, mm. even I if it was not marketed that way. I had no idea that it was dealing. I mean, I probably should have. I wasn't paying that much attention to the Nobody previews. Did. The trailer yeah. did not lead you to believe it had no. anything to do However, with the topics that did. As a mother, I am actually really glad that something like this exists because it gives you a really natural way to have those conversations with your kids if it comes up. For the most part, it goes right over our kids' heads. They mm. have no idea. Uh, but down the road, when that is a conversation we need to have, you know, you gotta, fire away. Yeah. Johnny asked, what's a red peony? And I was like, <laughs> it's a flower. And that was the end of the discussion. Mm-hmm. It was over. Yeah. <laughs> and for me, I have, again, we have no issues with this movie. I think it's it's really well done. If there's any problems I have with it, or maybe there are certain, and it has nothing to do with the topic. Mm-hmm. But Pixar does this. They've been doing this since Cars and really since... Oh, the little one-liners. There's and... certain words that I don't love they put in Pixar movies. Uh, just They're not necessarily profanities. Yeah, but like they're, they're sexy. Sexy. And they say pervert. And pervert. And yeah. Oh, the stripper. Stripper. Dance like strippers. Yeah. Those are things you go, I don't know if that was mm-hmm. necessary. But again, it goes right over our kids' heads. Yeah. I know I that, know. but it's like, I don't really even want that in their lexicon. Mm-hmm. So that was maybe... Again, it's, it's not being approved. It's going... Who is this movie for? Who are Mar- mm-hmm. If this movie was who you felt it probably should be for, which is probably 10, you know, 10 to maybe 8 to 10, 12 year old girls is probably the primary focus of this film. Yeah. Uh, they marketed it definitely more towards the five to seven year old kids. Mm-hmm. I love the nostalgia. Like, the, it definitely felt like. A 90s kid movie. Yeah. Yes. You know, yeah it takes place it. in 2002. 2002. Yeah. Mm-hmm. She's random. And the music. <laughs> it was. The but music it was is fantastic. I loved it. The music I mean, was great. Billy, Billy yeah, Eilish Billy and her Eilish. brother, no. Phineas, did, oh, did they all, do that? Did yeah, they all the music. All the, they really. I've seen kids with like, the shirts on for the band already. Oh, yeah. Really? The boy band, because I think they sell them at Hot Topic. And I liked that it was. I liked 2002 because it, you know, a lot of those questions would be answered from like a phone. Yeah. Now. So they took them out of that. Uh, you know, and it's in Canada, mm-hmm. which is great. 
great. It's interesting. It's another interesting. Like, okay, here's yeah. where we are. I had no we're idea in Chinatown, there was a Chinatown in, in, we're in Chinatown in Ontario mm-hmm. in 2002. That is very specific, but it was very cool. Um, Stay watch till the post credit scene. Yeah. I don't think we've seen the post credit scene. We haven't seen the post credit scene. It's just it, a, ga- in, a little in, gag. The, the gag is probably one of my favorite it's, Pixar we'll have to gags watch it tonight. of all time. I mean, it just it wraps up the story so well. And I think what's interesting about this movie that that what Pixar does better than anything is all of the sub characters you find like the dad and the the girl that wears the has the pigtails and the flannel. I don't remember her character. I don't name. remember any character names. Um, May May is the only one I remember. But yeah. I mean, I thought that there was just a lot of great, like her 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 group of friends. Oh, they were all, so sweet. They were all like, it, you, you, that's like what you hope for for your child. Do you think mm-hmm. that this movie would have been better received or worse received if the marketing had been clearer that this was the content of it? Uh, probably worse. Probably worse because people would be building up to it. They would can have can you up. believe this? Well, yeah, I'm not because showing they've my already kid that. had that narrative about there's a there's a scene in. Uh, Lightyear. Uh, yeah, where I saw th- that. They've already made it about that. The movie is already about. Yeah, there's already a much topic. like the Lafruit mm. and the live yeah, action. I don't, well, it's just I think that if you said, "Hey, this is about even puberty," if you will, mm-hmm. people yeah. would have been like, "Oh, I don't know." But then you look at like an Inside Out, and it deals with that stuff. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. This is the to me. This is my favorite Pixar movie in a very long time. I think yeah. Pixar was on a fairly cold streak, uh, really post Coco. Yeah. There hasn't mm-hmm. been one that stuck out. I loved Luca, but that's just... Luca was fine. It was fine. It was not. It, I mean, here's why I, I judge on: do do kids watch? Mm-hmm. Do onward. our kids watch it on repeat? Do they watch it in house? Luca no. never gets played. Uh, onward, Soul. I'd put these all pretty low on the. Mm-hmm. I mean, better than the Last Dinosaur, whatever that movie was. Was that it? The Last good dinosaur. dinosaur. The good dinosaur. That movie's awful. <laughs> uh, better than that, but it's not. It is not up there as a classic mm-hmm. to me. This one, at least, it's. It's brave enough to, to try to tell a different story. Yeah. yeah. And to tell brave something. Was a different one. And, well, brave. <laughs> and a story that doesn't that involve. <laughs> Redheads. Uh-huh. I got you know what? My kids left with that this movie fine. going, oh, this didn't have a sad ending. Yeah. Everyone oh, yeah. doesn't die, which is how it feels like in every Pixar movie. Now it's, mm-hmm. here's another movie about death. And this wasn't that. This is a movie about something else. Fun to talk about. Mm-hmm. Controversial <laughs> to a lot of people, clearly. But it's not about. I mean, how can it be that controversial? Everybody goes through it. It's really, it, it, it was, I think it's great that maybe it's breaking some taboos. Other people. <laughs> no, I mean, everybody goes through puberty. Maybe sure. not. Well, and then the, the big story behind it is finding yourself, like seeing yourself come out of the shadow of your parents yes. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so that is something everybody goes through. But it's just fun. I've seen most of the overreactions online are, are ironically people acting like the mom in the movie. Yes. And it's just way over their head. Yes. They're not even getting that that's what's happening, uh-huh. you know? I think that's really funny. I did like it a lot. I think it's a good movie. I, I have no problems with it. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can go get it one and build a bear. Go get your red panda. Aw. Aw. Want to build a panda? Yeah. <laughs> you can. Well, you can, <laughs> Terry. You can be the grown adult man at Build a Bear, building a red panda from the movie. That would be a little weird. Okay. Now knowing the content of that movie, well, if you're oh. like, I'm going, I <laughs> do oh, it, Terry. Oh, oh, order, my red panda online. <laughs> order the online exclusive red panda for for all of our own. Uh, say no, I'm just kidding. Uh, it's, but it's cool. I, I I have no problem with this movie. I'm very much looking forward to Lightyear. I, yeah. I hope that Pixar is back. I did. There will be. I will. Blah, blah, I can't <laughs> words. There is a making of this that is a special on Disney Plus. Yeah, I, I I started to watch it, but I haven't watched it. That may be actually 
harder for your kids because that gets very specific mm. and detailed about the nuance and the story. Mm. So if you're like Amanda, we're like, the story kind of going over my kid's head, the big, all of that is right on Front Street in the making of mm. special within the first time. So much so, I didn't turn it off. The kids were bored and I turned it off just being like, I think this is, this is definitely for the adult watching. <laughs> they yeah. don't need to know. Not the, yet. In very specific detail. Yeah, I was, yeah. Yeah. We all had to log in and become like TVMA oh, now yeah, on did Disney too. Plus. So. <laughs> it's Marvel's fault. Yeah, Moon Daredevil on Is Moon Knight? Is it? Not what? yet. Is it people be, are is so it, upset that they're putting Daredevil on. Gosh, yeah. I don't understand. I, it, are those people, do they not have Netflix? Or is there just no? <laughs> well, like I that's, think that's their problem. Like, no, Netflix is where we have all our bad movies. Right. That's. Yeah. I'm, I'm always like, what? what? The kid, it's supposed to be for the kids. The only it, thing that bums me out with those is I wish, like to me, Iron Fist was a pretty big miss. And ooh, yeah. I really like was hoping they'd be like, let's just erase that one and try Iron yeah, Fist again. Yeah, I the same thing. <laughs> let's not put that on Disney+. Plus. Yeah. Let's pretend that didn't happen and move create a new Iron Fist. I think Moon Knight's going to be more like the the newer ones, like Hawkeye's. It looks be, cool. And it looks, it cool. looks pretty violent, though. But supposedly Daredevil is happening, and soon. Another season. Because they make like these LLCs when they're about to start doing a movie or a show, oh. and they just did a Blind Faith Productions. Just happened. So that's Daredevil all the way. So that's going to be fun. Is it? Yes. What's so funny about I'd be excited for them the to Marvel take, take community is outside of Netflix. It is the yeah. same as like the comic book community and the bourbon community are the exact same because <laughs> yes. y'all are watching Every business filings yeah. of, of LLCs. Mm -hmm. In the bourbon community, people literally watch the Tax and Trade Bureau's public facing label approval page. <laughs> And we'll it's screen grab thing. and post it. Oh my gosh, it's Jack happening. Daniels just Which a is twelve year old yeah. whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. Which <laughs> is probably easier to find than Disney's LLC. Yeah. Oh, probably. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. Well, no, how many companies is. do they own? I mean, I would guess thousands. Uh, well, they, but it's probably the corporate address is what they search for. Yeah. Just, and just, then they know. code some of them like they really code. like Blind Faith's obviously Daredevil, but some of them was like obviously. What, what could that be? <laughs> I mean, it's obvious to a lot of us. It's going to happen. I hope so. I liked yeah. it, Daredevil. I thought it was mm -hmm. good. And I'd like to see a, a more Disney Plusified yeah, yeah. version of Daredevil. Me too. Uh, I haven't watched Cheaper by the Dozen. I haven't watched any of these other stuff that's come up recently. That uh, Cheaper by the Dozen about, is my favorite Marvel film. There is a Star Wars. Uh, someone <laughs> asked this. This made me think of, the, is there a TV in the Galactic Star Cruiser? People have asked that. There is a TV. It is on like a map of where you are, but you can flip it to normal television or to Disney+. Plus. That is available. We never did it. We never did. Mm. But you can. So I just wanted to get yeah, that. It sounds like y'all didn't have time to really no, be. No. In Batu, we didn't do anything outside of Batu. And we didn't even do Rise of the Resistance because it was down when we first got there, uh, as it is. Shocker. Which you're given lightning lane for both, both the two attractions. Uh, but That's actually one of my beefs is like, okay, just one lightning lane? Like, if I want to go ride Rise of Resistance five times. A few people ask that, so I can just keep going? Like, no. Well, but it plays into your story. I know, but still. Honestly, if you—that's not why you're no spending the money. No one's tested it to know if you only have the one. And no, they've said it's you only. I mean, they've made it clear you only have one. Well, you can buy another one. You should just one. move on with your day. This is not your day at Hollywood Studios. There's so it's much just not, else to be doing. It's not. There's other stuff about too. And then uh, we did the Millennium Falcon. And, it, and what is cool is the things that you've already grown to love about Batu and those stories, the coaxium and all of that. That does all. Oh yeah. The it coaxium, all, we... Don't say anything. <laughs> but it does... They did weave in those stories. And another... Hondo and everything. There is cool. a pre-show nod. Pre-show nod. If When you get on the 
Yes, there is. Sure, whatever he says. Yeah, I guess so. I don't. Well, like they've the they've, they've given you some extra experiences if you are. No, the pre-show not. <laughs> oh yeah, oh, I don't remember that. Yeah. Y'all have to tell me later. Okay. Well, it's all included. It's good. Good. All right, let's wrap up. We've been talking too much, mm. and I've lost my voice. So, y'all I'm yelling over there. Y'all got anything to plug? Yes. All right. Watch me on What Women Binge podcast with my co-host, Melissa Joan Hart. Oh, oh. Season two coming at you. Starts Wednesday. Yeah. And this Wednesday's episode is Creating Sabrina the Teenage Witch with Melissa's mom, Paula. It's really And it's very interesting. It is. If you've ever been a fan of anything I think Melissa Joan Hart has ever done, you got to watch this episode because this is like the behind the scenes Or even like TGIF and like the beginnings yeah. of that. It's all in there. It's a really Crazy. good one. I got to go proof it right after we're done here. <laughs> so I hope it's great. But when we did it live, it was great. And then new episodes come out every Wednesday. Yep. And you subscribe on? Everywhere you get your podcast and on YouTube, on Melissa Joan Hart's YouTube. Yeah. So every Wednesday you'll find it there. Anybody else? You got nothing? No, none of y'all have anything? I, that's I what mean, I was going to say. coming up. Yeah. Nashville coming up in June. Um, and uh, Register now. Register. I'm about to open up registration. There's a very limited number of seats for Nashville. Um, it'll be a fun kind of. We're doing some fun Nashville things as part of it, and uh, the thing. Good. next and, uh, week is our big whiskey weekend. Hopefully, 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 it's going to happen. <laughs> no. um, Just kidding. It's going to happen. But yeah. So, <laughs> but uh, we're going to put a lot of content from that. If you're interested, at uh, on our YouTube page. So YouTube.com/slash. The podcast. Yeah. There it is. And then for us, if you're looking for a place to stay to extend, extend your vacation beyond the Galactic Star Cruiser, check out the Airbnb. We are taking summer vacation bookings now. July is about half booked, so we are filling up fast. That is at Airbnb.com. Airbnb. People ask that. Airbnb.com. And always reach out to me. If I can't give you a special rate, I can at least try to incentivize it. And it's just good to connect to make sure I can answer all the questions for you. So you do that by clicking the contact button on Airbnb.com. And until next time, I'm Logan Seculo. I'm Will Haynes. I'm Terry Weaver. I'm Matt Lott. I'm Amanda. And we'll see you on the next show. <laughs>